Welcome back to another episode of Hoop Dreams. I'm actually going to start working on a rebrand. I'm not going to call the podcast Hoop Dreams anymore. I think it was a cool start. Um, you know, it was it meant something to me, but I think uh, as time has gone on and I've evolved and the podcast has evolved, I want to change it to something else, uh, maybe more fitting, um, because I think a lot of people were under the impression that it was going to be mainly about sports. And sometimes I speak about sports, but not nearly enough for it to be called Hoop Dreams, um, even though it was Hoop Dreams, just because that's that's it represents me. Right. I had Hoop Dreams. So um, I'm at like I said, I'm at the point now where I want to change it. Just because, you know, I think it's time and this might be the last episode of the season, of the first season. So next season, uh, the next episode may be with new branding. I'm, I haven't decided yet. I'm still working on graphics and images and just a whole bunch of stuff that goes into it. So I'm not entirely sure yet. So in this episode, I'm going to go over some things that I learned and they weren't always easy to learn, right? Now, uh, most people, or like family members and stuff like that, people who are close to me probably would call me a stubborn person uh, as a kid and growing up. And I just, I didn't listen to anybody for shit, right? And I had my reasons, right? And I still have my reasons. <laughs> I'm going to stand by those reasons. But being stubborn caused me to have heartache, right? And wherever it was, because I didn't want to be, I didn't want to listen or I didn't want to take advice. Um, you know, I, you know, in my younger twenties, I thought I knew everything, right? As most of us do at that age. And I wasn't a coachable person, right? And I didn't, I wasn't even to someone who I, I, Maybe I could say if I respected them, I would kind of listen, but I would still do my own thing, right? And that's where you're your your own worst enemy. You're in your own way because of the fact that you want to, you just don't want to, whatever it is, you don't want to be wrong. You don't want to feel like you don't know something or you feel stupid. You know, you just, you just have that mindset, right? So because of that, I'm, I'm, I've learned so much and I'm actually thankful for it because it's, it's taught me a lot of lessons and it's, you know, you know, like you, like everyone says, hindsight is 2020 and it brought me to the person that I am today. Right. I'm still not perfect. I still have my flaws. I still have my moments where I get in my feelings and I'm just like, ah, but it, it's not like 10 years ago, right? I'm not the same even two years ago, last year, you know? So I'm, I'm very thankful for those lessons, although I could have avoided them, right? And I guess that's why people try to help and give people advice so that way they don't have to go through the same things that they went through. We just have to be coachable, which is one of the lessons I've learned. So I already spoke about being coachable. The next one on my list, number two, would be don't ignore the past because it will catch up to you, 
right? A lot of times we try to run from things, feelings, emotions, people, whatever. Um, until you learn the lesson, it's going to keep repeating. So don't ignore the past. Just embrace it and have a mindset that things happen. Things are going to continue happening. It's how you roll with them and how you move and grow from it, which is going to set you apart and make you learn the lesson, right? So that way you don't continue repeating those mistakes. Number three, I have being emotionless doesn't prevent you from being hurt just alone, right? And that was something that I, uh, I guess, suffered from as younger and I would be emotionless and I mean, I always had people around, but it was just like, they just knew like, I didn't give a fuck. And I didn't, I started realizing I don't want, I didn't like that. I didn't like people thinking I didn't care. I would be upset when people thought I didn't care, but it was like, it was my way of, uh, I guess a defense mechanism. So that way people thought that they couldn't affect me or hurt me, but it hurt me in the long run because no one really cared. So Number four, if you don't set your value, others will tell you what you are worth, right? And that is big for me. Now, like with, especially with people or jobs, right? Like with jobs, I will always overshoot my salary, right? And I do that, I always do like 15, 10 to 15,000 more, right? So if I'm making whatever, if I'm making whatever, right, I will say ten to 15000 more. And um, I know I'm going to get more than what I'm making. Even if I get 5000 more, it's a win, right? And my old job, they were going to give me a different position. And they told me that they only wanted to give me a certain amount of money. And I told them no. I just flat out said no. And... I asked for uh, six figures for that position. And they were like, oh, wow. Like, you know, they try to say, oh, well, you know, it's your first time in the, this role and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, actually, it's it's not. If you look at my resume, it's it's not. But, um, you know, this is my this is my asking price. This is, this is it. And they came back and they said, OK, well, <laughs> we won't give you this, but we'll give you. So I asked for a hundred thousand, right? Like we, well, I won't give you a hundred thousand, but we'll give you, uh, I think it was like 80, 85. And I said, no, right. They came back. They said 90. I said, no, right. They eventually caved and, and, and said the hundred thousand. Um, and when I was telling my sister, I think it was my sister or my mom, it was somebody. And, uh, at the time and they were like, well, it's like, oh, you're being greedy. It's like, no, not because these companies will have you do the most squeeze everything out of you and then discard you once you're, once they're done with you without, without, without any reason, anything. Right. And, and the thing is realistically, for this specific company, it was about the money. It was definitely hands down about the money because the company wasn't shit. The company wasn't shit. They did shady shit. And I, I, di- I didn't care. 
right? But I knew that I was I knew that I was going to get my value because I knew how hard they were going to push me. And for me at that point, yeah, you got to pay me. Now, with another company, I probably wouldn't have done that. But when you know your value, you know you when you have the upper hand and you have the leverage to do so. And I also I also knew that someone else in that position was making that amount. And I brought that up. And this is why you need to talk to your coworkers in 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 your jobs and you know your peers because they try to make sure that that information doesn't get out so that way this that didn't happen you know and 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 for that reason so they could say oh well no this that no well I know another whatever position and they make this and they have less experience than me and you know they ultimately caved right so I think you know, in, in like I said, in jobs and in relationships, if you don't set your value, you're you're allowing others to tell you what you're worth. And that's something I'm not standing for. And, you know, I know I'm a I know what I bring to the table in anything, a job, a relationship, whatever, it, a, a friend. I'm an amazing friend. Anything I do, I give it 100 percent. So. Make sure others see that. Number five, revenge doesn't change the outcome. It just continues the negativity. And that's something I know firsthand. A lot of times you, you want to get back at someone. And that's a natural response, right? You're upset, whatever. But when you really think about it, is it going to change anything? It's not. It's just going to continue the, the cycle because now they're going to want get back on your get back. And it's just, it's just, it's stupid. Sometimes it's better to be the bigger person and walk away. Be gentle with yourself because probably no one else is. And the reason why I say to be gentle with yourself, I think most people are hard on themselves and we put ourselves on a pedestal because we want to be good people. And when we mess up or we do something stupid, we're just, we just get into this state of like, you know, it's just way too harsh on ourselves. So just be gentle with yourself. You're going to make mistakes. Number seven is you will continue the cycle until you finally get the lesson. That's anything, relationships, friendships, whatever, jobs, anything that happens in your life. If you continue the cycle, you're never going to get what it's trying to tell you, right? So try to decipher what the lesson is. And the next time it happens or the next time you see it heading there, pivot. Pivot and go the other way and make the other decision. Number eight, people you love will hurt you. It's not you, it's them. I think that's self-explanatory. Number nine, if you focus on the hurt, you will continue to suffer. If you focus on the lesson, you will continue to grow. Number 10, giving yourself to someone that doesn't meet you halfway in any form of relationship will only make you resent the person. Now, this is easier said than done, but we have to stop making excuses for people. 
I try to live by this rule. If they wanted to, they would have. It's that simple. I recently cut some people off in my life, and it wasn't anything serious. Uh, some some were. Um, I mean, not really a lot. Uh, just, you know, anyway. Some were, some were. I deleted numbers to people, you know. I just felt like, <laughs> I just felt, I just... I felt like I was doing too much, right? And specifically, I just feel like, you know, I just, I go too hard or I'm just, you know, I'm always reaching out. I'm trying to settle, uh, setting out, setting up hangouts, whatever. Yo, let's go do something. I'm free Friday. Or I'm free this day. Let's do this. And, you know, it's not like, ah, ah. You know, and, and some people I don't even bother to ask to hang out because I'm just like, you know what, I don't I don't even want to go there. So for me, if I have to feel like that, I just it's, it's, it's I don't want I don't need you around. I just don't. Right. I don't want to feel uncomfortable with someone. I don't want to feel like, you know, I have to tiptoe around someone like. Sometimes you just got to read the signs like people don't want you around. They're not going to reach out to you. It's just that simple. It's going to be very vague. Or it's always, you're always going to be the one doing the most things, right? So just surround yourself with people that actually give a fuck, right? And think about it this way. And I actually, I posted this to my Instagram. If you stop reaching out, who would you hear from again? If the answer is no, cut them off. It's no hard feelings, you know? You just don't need them. You don't need them around, right? Number 11. Everyone isn't always out to get you. Most people want to be good and do good. And when they wrong you, and they wrong us, right? Because we've all been wrong before. It's our natural response to take it personal. Like, oh my God, why would you do this to me? How could you do this to me? Those are words I've uttered before, right? But put yourself in their shoes and try to understand why. None of us are perfect. We're all flawed. And like I've said before multiple times, our actions are driven by traumas and just things that has happened in our lives, where we grow up, you know, what we see, you know, in life, how we see other people. And it doesn't mean that they're bad people, right? It doesn't mean accept what they've done, especially if it's really bad, but you shouldn't ruin your sanity over it. Number 13, stop looking for advice from people that have not been successful in what you're trying to achieve. Now, that may ruffle some feathers, and I've had, like, constructive debates about this because, you know, they feel like, oh, well, why can't I go to my parents or why can't I go to whoever, right? And it's no knock to, you know, our parents or whoever it is, right? But, like, Let's 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 use the example for our parents, right? Our parents were like they're immigrants, they're, you know, didn't speak the language, they had it really tough coming here, you know, uh, you know, my parents weren't born here. So, you know, they had to learn the language, they had to, you know, work hard and they were poor, you know. And obviously, you know, a lot of the lessons that they've learned, they try to instill in us right? Save money. Um, you know, don't, 
you know, try to eat at home or, you know, like, oh, you should, if you want to be successful, go to college and you got to do these, all these things. And a lot of the time, you know, our parents in those generations have not been to college, you know, but they force it on us because they feel like that's the way, that's the only way to be successful, right? So anything else other than college is deemed lesser than, and it's like, oh, you, you're looked at like a failure, right? But how would they know that? They didn't choose anything else, right? And they also didn't go to school themselves, right? That's a lot of immigrant mentality where, you know, that's just, it's a brainwashing essentially, right? The American dream, um, you know, and a lot of us, we go to our parents and for advice on things they really can't help us with, right? Now, yes, people have wisdom, people have, you know, they have, uh, they have learned from failures, which is how we have our wisdom. But it's like, you can't, you can't ask someone who's not a millionaire how to become a millionaire. They may want to be a millionaire. They may want to do it. And that's great. They may have the ambition for it. But you can't ask them, hey, how do I become a millionaire? And they're not there yet. You need to talk to the millionaire. You need to talk to the billionaire, right? So if you want success in something that you want, you have to speak to the people who have already attained it see what their map is, see what their business plan was, see where, you know, like I said, their five-year plan, see, you know, their struggles, because we all see the the outcome, but we don't see the struggles and all the times that they probably wanted to give up, right? Number 14, allow things to come to you naturally. A lot of the times we force things um, way more than we should, and it never ends well. You know, someone always feels resentment and, you know, it's it's not cool at all in anything. Life, love, just let it come naturally. If it's supposed to be, it'll be. And number 15, this is the last one. Go where you're celebrated. A job, relationship, people, family, whoever. I've said this millions of times and I stand on it. Those that don't see your value is not on you. It may bother you. It may hurt you. But there are people that see your worth right now. Stay around them. Most of the times, those are the people that we ignore. That's all I have for this episode. I'm trying to work on making the episodes a lot shorter, um, more direct, uh, less vague. I understand that, you know, some of the episodes, I leave a lot of things out just because, one, I struggle with my privacy. um, And I understand it could leave, you know, listeners confused Um, so I'm working on just being direct and either, you know, if I'm going to speak on something, speak on it in totality or not speak on it at all. Um, so like I said, I'm just trying to work on these episodes being more digestible and more entertaining and, you know, just better in quality in totality. So I thank you guys for sticking around for the ones that have, and I appreciate you guys. See you in the next one.